Peace. Happy Friday. Why do people say happy Friday? I just noticed that. Is it me? But as as I uh I've gotten older, I'm getting these texts from certain people talking about happy Friday. This isn't some uh crazy tradition or something that they're trying to bring back that I don't know about, do I? What's up, Miss Ravioli? A1 Drizzy. All my people in the house. The people's in the house. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hope. Oh, a beautiful mind. A1 Drizzy said, peace. Q4 said, what up, peace? Let's go. We got all the regulars in the house. Teacher Maria in the house. I'll tell you who's not in the chat. They usually be in the chat. You know who that is? That would be Maestro Fresh West. He's not in the chat. You know why? Because he's here, 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 here. God level in the house. I see you, King. What's good? That's my brother right there. We be sharing mad information. Mm-hmm. One of my flat panthers, he know what time it is. Clap it up for that. Flat power. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Toronto in the house. That's right. All right, here we go. Peace, peace, peace. What's good? What's good? Yes, sir. I didn't make that up. Um, I got that from um, <clears throat> Brother Sanchez. Brother Sanchez made up Flat Panther and Flat Power and all of that. I just helped promote it. You know what I mean? Shout out to Brother Sanchez. Um, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Godcast. I'm Lord Jamal. Uh, make sure you click that like button upon entering uh make sure you share this let people know that we on right now um if you're new to the channel welcome make sure you subscribe to the channel uh click that notification bell and make sure you click all so that you know when we dropping something new um shout out to everybody in the chat right now shout out to everybody that'll watch this later on youtube um appreciate y'all coming through on this Friday evening, on this Wisdom God Day, all being born to born. Digger likes when it be all being born to born. Shout out to Digger. Shout out to Godfrey. Um, yeah. 
Today's the 27th, so yeah, today's math is wisdom, God, all being born to born. Uh, so uh, anyway, my brother, uh, you know, we got a lot of talented people that, you know, a lot of um, famous people, all kinds of people that follow the Godcast, you know. Um, and a lot of people right here that be in the chat on the, on the regular, you know what I mean? Um, and my man Maestro Fresh West, man, he's definitely one of them. Um, he's donated to the show many times. He, uh, you know, he just be in here. He's just an active family member of the Godcast. So, you know, when he hit me up and he told me he got he got something going on right now where he got his own show um, where basically he's doing a, uh, a cooking show. You know what I mean? Wait, damn, I'm out of sync. Oh, come on. Don't do this to me. Hopefully it, it kicks back in. Anyway, um, yeah, he got a cooking show. I happen to be a cook myself. You know, I've been known to, to, to cook a thing or two kind of marvelous marvelously um but he gonna talk to us about you know what i mean about what he got going on right now we're gonna get into his background all of that type of shit so ladies and gentlemen right now let's bring toronto's own maestro fresh west peace my brother my brother <laughs> how you how you bro I'm blessed, man. Honored to be here, man. You know, big fan. You know, I love what you do, man. So that's why I support you. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Thank you. You've been in the game for a minute, huh? Yeah, man. I've been, I'm born in Toronto, raised in Toronto, you know. Wrote my first rhyme in 79, so I'm a 68 baby, you know, so. Oh, come on. I'm 68 as well. Yeah, yeah man. You know, so. So, uh, yeah, I've been around for a long time. And, you know, Toronto's got a beautiful hip-hop history. And, you know, I'm proud to be, you know, a part of that foundation. It's, it's, it's an honor, you know, because, you know, you see where we're at now, you know. But it's I remember when I lived on State Street um, and this guy, Mr. Morgan, used to live in my building. Ah, um, okay. And Mr. Morgan was dealing with Cardinal Official. You know, and this was before he was, you know, he really was big, but he was definitely doing his thing. And, um, you know, he was nice. Um, Favorite Toronto rapper, man. You know, that's my brother. When did I start hearing the name Maestro Fresh West? I feel like it might have been not long after that, maybe. Well, I mean, our path crossed a few times, man, prior to that, man. I met you at a... In passing, I met you at uh, Showbiz invited me to the to the Fat Pockets video shoot. Okay, I like my pocket fat and not. I like my pockets fat and not fat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Because me and him, we did like four joints together back in the days. I brought him to Toronto to do some production and what have you. And then I met you, I think, a little later on. You must have done a show in Toronto with uh, Naughty by Nature. This one, Poobah went on. It was just you and Sadat. Right, right. Um... Was that like punk jump up was going on at that time? 
wants your pup to get beat down, man. But I remember it was like, it's all about reinvention, you know, from where we start to where we're, you know, where we're going, man. Yeah. That was interesting time for y'all to see that, that, that reinvention of yourself for the, of the group, you know what I'm saying? So me Definitely. as an MC, you know, going back, you know, Maestro Fresh West is a reinvention. You know what I'm saying? I'm known as, as Melody MC. Like, you know, I did legendary stuff. If you ask your man like Ru Russell Peters and all them, them right. generations, they know me as, as, as Melody MC. You know? Ah, okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, I had a group called Vision, which opened up for UTFO <laughs> when they dropped the, the Roxanne, Roxanne. Oh, wow. So you, yeah, yeah. You going back, back. I'm going back. I mean, you family. old enough. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. So I Damn. So you got, you was, you was, you was uh, making records before I was. Exactly. You know, Whoa. so when, when Feel So Good came out, you know, we had to, we had to support the guys. But I'm just saying, yeah, I was making records before y'all, you know, definitely. Right. Um, my, my first record came out in 89, but we talk, I'm going back, like, you know, open for them, open up for Sparky D, Beastie Boys. Sparky D. Remember yeah, Sparky D? Everyone who came to Toronto, we was opening. You know, wow. Yeah, man, I'll go back like that, you know? And then I um, remember seeing Sparky D perform a few times back in New York. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> she looked like, to me, like one of those aunties that, like, would try to give you some pussy. You know? <laughs> or put you in a headlock, one of the two. But Sparky Come here, baby. Come here, baby. Exactly. Come take some of this pussy, some of this good auntie pussy i got for you yeah no doubt you know she just no, like one of those right some, i heard her on ig giving scriptures so oh, okay that's beautiful i'm just saying back then back, back, then, know, back, back then. then yeah 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 yeah. back then that's how she looked i don't you know maybe no she doubt, was a good guy no uh, so, yeah, so that was then and then um when people started calling me old that was like around 1987 you know say that's when it went from doing cassettes to actually putting out vinyl you know, so right. you, know, you gotta give a shout out to um, like you know, Missy Me and LA Love, you know, uh, the Dream Warriors, they're, they're in a crew called Beat Factory back in those days. We talked early Toronto, them times, you know, and I don't think KRS One knows the impact that Boogie Down Productions made on Toronto hip hop because when we saw the back of that criminal minded album and it said, Shout out to Ron Nelson and the Toronto Posse, that was like the bad, like, oh, shit. oh, no. they fucking even know who we are. So listen, New York has always been like the big brother of Toronto. We always knew we were dope, but when the big brother gives you a shout out and gives you that validation, it's like, yeah, you feel good, you know? So right. Michi had a, Michi Me LA Love had a song called Elements of Style produced by Scott LaRock featuring KRS-One. So that's like 1986, 87, those times, you know? And then after KRS, after, you know, that's when Scott got killed, like right after, but he was planning to come to Toronto and set up shop and, 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 you know, help a lot of us artists up, up here. So now I hear it in your voice and tell me about Toronto as far as, you know, Toronto has a big Jamaican community. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, am I assuming that you're Jamaican? No, I'm like you, I'm Guyanese. Ah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> big up. <laughs> Yo, 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 when I heard you were Guyanese, I'm like, no wonder I like this, bro. <laughs> I'm like, I knew there was something about you. You know what I'm saying? See, now mine is a little further back. You sound like your people's, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. was yeah. just there. Mine is like generations. You know what I mean? Like, exactly, exactly. I didn't grow up with anybody in my household that had an accent. 
You know what I mean? Or that was cooking any kind of like Guyanese food. Yeah, you know what about curry chicken and roti and all them things? Well, see, I grew up around Jamaicans and shit. So that's how I know about all of that type of shit. And that's how I was eating that type of stuff. But um, yeah, as far as far as Guyanese, I really wasn't encountering Guyanese till you start moving out. And then you get out into like Queens. That's where you start seeing like Guyanese people and shit like that. Yeah. And then I found out through, um, you know, doing the ancestry that, you know, on my father's side that we Guyanese. You yeah. know what I mean? But to all you FBA on my mother's side, we trace back to Virginia and Maryland. All and right, all right, FBA. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, for all of y'all that try to, you know, Count me out of the conversation. You're not gonna do it. Sorry, nah, you're, in the, you're in the conversation. Sorry, I, I, I'm I'm the best of both worlds. Okay, my brother. My brother. Yeah, man. So you, obviously, you can hear but it. But there's now. a big Caribbean uh, influence in Toronto, of course, and man. I remember going there and being kind of surprised because I didn't necessarily know that when I first went to Toronto. Now, keep yeah. in mind, we haven't been up there in years because they on some bullshit about. Um, you know, your record and all this type of shit. And if you have a felony and all, all this nonsense that they don't want to let you back in and they dead ass serious about that. And a yeah. lot of, a lot of uh, artists can't get into Canada, you know, and there's always people, Oh, I could get you in. I, I, well, you know, I haven't been to Canada in, I don't know how long. Dude. I remember when you guys performed, there was a dude sitting right, like standing right behind me saying, Pooba, Pooba, and you—that's you, when you had your dreads, man. And the guy wouldn't stop. Pooba, Pooba, and you spit something in it. He goes, "I'm." You, you said, "I'm looking right at you, my brother." And, and I don't know what mystical, miraculous thing you did, but you calmed down the whole frequency. And then you came with the, the bugs jump up to get beat up. <laughs> you said, "I'm looking right at you, my brother." Right, because he was probably trying to, you know. Fuck up the vibe, just be negative at the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like nothing was gonna stop that show. Nah, that man, you guys murdered that, that that show, guys. Yeah, I remember yeah. it was crazy in Toronto, man. So, um, so, so that was you know we talked like eighty seven with me. That's when I. That's when things changed. You know, that's when people started making records. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't about performing on radio stations anymore and just opening up for New York acts or what have you. It's it's like, actually, do you got vinyl? So I was considered old, man, you know, because it was like, you you know, it was the next level, the next phase. So that's when I changed my name to the Maestro Fresh West. And then um, I performed on a show called Electric Circus. Ah, look, look, somebody said, I remember seeing Brand Nubian on Electric Circus. You was there too? Yes. <laughs> of course. You could see, matter of fact, I just seen a clip of that on the internet. Not long ago, like like of of us performing on Electric Circus. Wow! Yeah, it's like me, that. sincere, and um and and X. You know what I mean? Wow! And it was definitely at the beginning of you know that was a hard time. Like people didn't yeah. know what to expect without Pooba. You know what I mean? Like, Poo and we Poo had gone through a lot of shit. Like, you know what I mean? But it was like, yeah, we. Well, that's what I'm saying, my brother. You came with the reinvention. Y'all came with that. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like in 87, 88, it was time for me to come with the reinvention. So when I changed my name to the Maestro Fresh West, it's like, you know, I performed on Electric Circus. 
Stevie B, the dance artist from this from Florida, he just so happened to be in the building around the same time. He connected us with his label in New York, a small, tiny label called LMR Records. And, you know, the rest is history. Like, Let Your Backbone Slide, my first song, is the first single from a Canadian hip-hop artist to go gold. Like, I'm the first black artist in Canada to wow. do that. In Canada, yeah, man, you know? What's so, up? So, I say that. Before <laughs> Justin Bieber and all of these motherfuckers. Yeah, before people had Bieber fever. Before <laughs> okay. they had the, the Bieber fever, you know, mice is nice, you know? So, that was then, and then, you know, the rest is history from, from that. But, yeah, like, you know, as we celebrate the... 50th anniversary of hip hop. It's important that we document our history and 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 I'll tell you, I just did a an event a couple of days ago. That same Electric Circus building mm -hmm. called the Maryland Dennis Show. That's similar to like I don't know, like a Ricky Lake or whatever like that. But right. I, but now I came back. And even Ricky Lake is being dated because there's people that well, I guess people here would know, but a lot of people would be like, "Who's Ricky Lake?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like like. Yeah. Maybe you say Maury and they would know. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but, absolutely. And then from that came just evolution, man. Just more music, what have you. And then, you know, you know what it is with peaks and valleys and what have you. But um, I started doing a lot of film and TV. I don't know if you know, I was I was in paid in full. You know, when you see when you see Money Mitch roll up in, in the black sob, that's me sitting right beside. Uh, oh, word? Makai Pfeiffer. Yeah, man. Okay, that was I didn't even know that. Well, now you know. Yeah, yeah. That how was, was that? How how was that? Just to be a part of something iconic like that. How how was that experience? It was a beautiful experience because a lot of people don't know, but the majority of Paid in Full was shot in Toronto and Hamilton, Ontario, mm. right? And but some of the things had to be shot. The B-roll footage had to be shot in Harlem, right? You know? And um, so you know they had to fly me over there too for those those continuity shots, and. I just saw people crying, man. Like people were like, it was surreal to those people in Harlem watching this go down. It's like, you know, it just brought back memories of, of what Rich Porter meant to uh, his community. And, you know, right. it, it was serious, man. It was a serious time. But I tell people don't burn bridges because, or try not to burn bridges because the same cameraman for my video, for my song, Let Your Backbone Slide, his name was Paul Sarasi. He, he ended up being, a, 10 years later, was the cameraman for Paid in Full. So when he saw me on set, he made sure I got in those those shots, what have you. But Makai Pfeiffer was great to work with, too. Definitely. That's what's up. Twizzler Root said he has had the honor of meeting both of us, uh, me at the Magic in Las Vegas and you in London, Ontario, where yeah. he's from. Yeah, you know, so so that's the vibe, man. Like, my whole thing is just to continue to try to evolve and, and just, you know, re continue to reinvent myself. Right. So uh, that's what I was going to get to. So basically, you know, most of the reason we're here, we're talking about reinvention. Yeah. And so you went from uh, Melody MC. That's right. To Maestro Fresh Wes. Exactly. And now... Well, <laughs> can, can, can we call you Maestro Chef Wes? Put that, put a uh, bang, bang, bang. Put a thing there. Let me, let me hear the, let me hear the sound effect. The, the... <laughs> Maestro Chef Wes. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Yo, so. Maestro yeah. Chef Wes. Now, I, I, I want to play a little clip for the people. Because first of all, um, so you got a cooking show. We're going to yeah. talk about 
how you got into this and all that. But first, I want to just give a little bit of it. We're not going to play the whole thing. It's 15 minutes long. But we're going to play, you know, at least the first little part just to give people an idea of what you're doing, how you're getting down. Um, and then we'll come back and, and, and you tell us how you even got into this space. Um, and it definitely looks like whatever we, we're going to talk. Let me get my share screen up. Um, tab. Okay, this is from episode three called Soul Food, which um, the brother said is like probably one of his favorite episodes. So this is the one we're going to play. Uh, here we go. Peace families of Maestro Chef West. I'm up home in North Preston, Nova Scotia, with my brother, Lavelle Provo. I can't wait to be making some jerk chicken, oxtail, rice and peas, and some cornbread at RB Kitchen with Chef Karen. Let's get it. First thing, Navelle and I are heading to R&B Kitchen. We're going to prep the jerk chicken and oxtail for tonight with Chef Karen and the Provo Squad. The jerk chicken is prepared with all-purpose chicken seasoning, fresh jerk sauce, and some other top-secret spices Chef Karen wouldn't let me tell you about. <laughs> okay, it all starts okay. with the season. You get hungry already. <laughs> so now we're going to get in there and mix right. it up. We're going right. to let you have at it, man. So all right. he is... Don't be scared of it, Marcel. Don't yeah. be scared of so, it. So, we massage it with love. Yes. Lots of love. Usually we had a yeah. pan beat music rolling. You got Teddy Pettigrass just going in. Exactly. You know? So you... Like a love TKO, you say. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. How does it feel to, like, have a restaurant with your family? Your sons, your daughter? How is that to you? How fulfilling is that? This kitchen is not really my second home. It's kind of taking over my home. Yeah, we spend more hours here than we do at home. So we used to have a family gathering pretty much every other night or so around our, our table just chatting, but now it happens here. So just to see this business just, you know, take off from a thought to make it come into fruition is a beautiful thing, you know, sir. Like I know you from when you were you, you know what I mean? Yes, Look at yes, you yes, think right now, you know what I mean? Try to, try to. <laughs> sure. I know his belly was making mixtapes, you know what I mean? Now we're making chicken. Oh, man. Thank you, Black Pudding TV. Now that we got it all spiced up. Big up, Black Pudding TV. Yes, oh, Guyanese. Big up. Okay, so that jerk chicken looked dope. Yeah. What are we gonna do now? We're gonna get some oxtail marinated. Uh, we like to marinate our oxtail at least a day ahead of time so that the seasonings have all absorbed and um, tenderized the oxtail so that it gives it all the flavor will pop up once you start to cook it. So we're gonna get that seasoned and ready for you're marinating. You're gonna speak. Chef Karen got all the seasons ready. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, when they taste the oxtail, they might just taste, taste a lot of things happening at once. Here's why. You know what I'm saying? All the seasonings coming together. We're going to let Chef Karen kind of take us through everything we got here. Chef Karen measures by feel and eye. First step. Yes, Teacher Maria. Tablespoon of pepper. A little bit of thyme. A tad of ginger. Next, add a mixture of Caribbean seasoning some onion powder, then about two tablespoons of garlic powder. 
ground allspice to help marinate, a little bit of pepper, a touch of oxtail seasoning, some maple garlic, about a teaspoon of paprika, a spoon of fresh raw garlic, and my special sauce, Worcestershire. A sprinkle of soy sauce, a dab of brown, and then add the fresh chopped veggies. Now, I thought Worcestershire and soy sauce was overkill for me, but it's almost the same thing. Chef Karen, so how long is this process? For the oxtail marinade, yeah. at least 24 hours overnight. And then we do the cooking process. We do a braising and then boiling and add a few more ingredients. And it takes a good three and a half, four hours until we get it at the tenderized piece that we want it at. All right. We're going to get people running out of here and shit, ready to go eat now and shit. Um, thanks to you. Uh, <laughs> so tell me, uh, how did you, what, what made you, uh, you know, want to launch something like this? And um, how did you, how did you end up doing it so professionally? You know, because from everything from your logo, just to the way it's shot, to the way you're narrating, um, it's it's definitely professional. It's dope. So just tell me about all of that. Yeah, well, I moved. Uh, I live in this place called St. John, New Brunswick now. You know, I moved out to the East Coast due to COVID. That's a whole different story. But I moved my son and his mom's out here, you know, just for normalcy for my son, you know. And it's a, it's, a, it's a tiny town, man, you know, but the people are so accommodating and when they saw me, they, you know, people grew up watching me through music, what have you. And I saw a couple opportunities to, I always wanted to start doing my own TV projects from doing, you know, we talk about, you know, elevation from doing television series to, you know, producing your own stuff now. So when COVID hit, that kind of threw me off, man. I'm like, wow, you know, well, my man Lachlan, oh, and Chet Wesley, those are two guys working on some shows here in New Brunswick. You know, it was like, I came up with the idea, like, listen, man, I saw my man Snoop. If Snoop could do a thing with Martha Stewart, why can't I do something, you know? And, and it was more of me not just being Chef Boy RD or learning or enjoying cooking, per se, Jamar, but more like starting to produce and create my own television projects. And this is why I'm so excited about it, because this is the, my first time. I've been in movies and television series here in Canada, what have you, but this is the first one. So to get it launched off, there's a network called Bell 5-1 that we got and uh that's out here and, and we pitched it to them they put in a couple of dollars we got some sponsors like local sponsors around here and talk about professionally done that dude lachlan is, is a serious dude man serious we put some real people around us here that really believed in me believe in the project mm. and believe in the potential of it you know right. and and that's why it's so professional man so we shot six episodes of tour in new brunswick tour in PEI, which is Prince Edward Island and three Nova Scotia. So that episode you, you, you saw soul food that was in Nova Scotia in a, a part of a, of a, the city called North Preston, which is the, like the largest, the longest black community in Canada. You got like nine generations of, of brothers and sisters over there. So it was very important for me to, to have that as one of the episodes, you know, and 
I just think people believing in the project and that's what made it look so professionally done, man. You know, and from that, it's a launching pad for bigger and better things, you know? So, so that's the vibe. Definitely. So you got to go to maestrochefwest.tv um, for all info, but it drops on Bell 5-1 in Canada as of yesterday, which is awesome. That's why I'm so glad you got me on so quickly. But um, March 1st, you'll be able to go to maestrochefwest.tv and, and see all six episodes. Definitely. That's what's up. My no, no, Chef West, Papo, Chef West. Oh, Chef West, my bad. I know, I'm so confusing. I forgot you was the my see reinvention. My bad. Come on, son. <laughs> my bad. There we go. That's right, man. There so we go. Very you know, I used to have an artist back in the day um, that I used to fuck with. His name was Maestro Manny. You mm. know, he was from Brooklyn and shit. He was like a Jamaican dude. He used to do like a Jamaican slash, you know, regular MCN type of shit. Mm. He was dope, but, you know, he didn't never go where he wanted to go. But, yeah. Yeah, well, the, it's the only other maestro that I that I really know. Okay. Um. What was I going to say? So what kind of people, um, you know, what kind of people do you have on the show? Um, what kind of foods? Now, and, and, and let me ask you, like, um, do you eat swine? And do you touch and handle swine on this show? That's a no-no? Let's clap it up. Yo, you want to hear a joke, dude? That's the right answer, brother. That's the right answer. I, I can't even... <laughs> That's the Here, right here's a joke. I got. I got to tell you the sisters you brought that up. We did a launch party. <laughs> we did a launch uh -oh. party a, a couple of days ago, right? And they had. And some it was Maestro Chef West. <laughs> Listen, I let the people deal with that, and um. So when Wait, you let me, the people deal with what the food? No, 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 no. In terms of the writing, in terms of everything put together, this restaurant that I was dealing with, right? Who I worked with. When they told me that they, they made a boo-boo with what they were going to, I go, oh, no. Mm -mm. Uh, this, is, this is not pork rolls sliders. This is beef. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, right. um, yeah, I've never touched that, you know. And yeah, that's, uh, I'm glad because a lot of times when black people are associated with food, especially in the mainstream media, they try to attach us to pork as if pork is our native meat or something like that yeah. like pork is what black people love you ever notice whenever a black person is on a uh commercial for mcdonald's or burger king whatever they can they're always hawking swine it's the bacon double burger and with the bacon and the, and the ham and the you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. we well, got the meats and you know what i mean it's like yeah no I've yeah never... like we're not the pork people so i'm glad i mean you're not here what holding that stereotype to me to each his own but to me i don't eat pork i don't i don't cook pork or nothing like that that's just me personally right i don't um, i don't eat it i don't cook it i don't i don't buy it for other people yeah. like i don't support it <laughs> you know what i mean like if we were yeah. out and you know like you're not free to just like if and if I'm paying, like you're not free to just order what you want. Like you know what I mean. Like you're not gonna just order that ham sandwich in front of me 
and think I'm going to pay for it and you're going to eat it in front of me. That's not happening. Like, no, you know, what's so funny. You know, everything on the menu is, 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 is cool. Except that. You know what's so funny? When you said earlier, yo, I got some some questions for you. In my mind, I'm thinking what questions he was. Of course, you're gonna ask me. I, I didn't think about that one. Come you on, that's the, main, <laughs> that's the main question. Yeah. So, so uh so actually the first, well, not the first, but it seems like a lot of people are kind of getting into the you know rappers who cook type of area well, it's not rappers who cook man it's rappers who eat you know what i'm saying like what we gotta well, eat. we all eat we like all eat, but, so but not everybody cooks a lot of people um do doordash a lot of people go to restaurants and shit like that a lot of people let their girl cook for them and shit like that so not not a lot of dudes actually get behind the i mean I'm we do it. the greatest cooks in the world are men but i'm just I'm saying brother. like you know i'm just I'm noticing brother. like I a little trend like Last night I made a wicked curry chicken, rice and some mm. kale and some plantain. The taint tastes nice, and I'm good. You know? Yeah, I'm good. I'm not into DoorDash too much. I like I like to cook my food. Yeah, nah, I cook too. I'm, I just I made some what some smothered turkey wings. Though, you know what I mean? Come yeah, on, man. bro, don't fuck with me. Like, <laughs> uh, um, I was on my man. Shout out to my man, Tragedy Gaddafi. Um, he had a show. Was called on the chow. I don't know if he's still doing it, but you know he was he having electric circus too, man. Huh? I think I think I think the intelligent hoodlum did electric circus too. Probably. Man. Come on, yeah. we all did. If we all went, if we went to Canada, that was you had to do that. Like electric circus was just that was the shit that you did. Um, but yeah, I went to his joint. I did a mean mustard dill salmon on there, mm. and um. Yeah, so I know he was doing his shit. I know Trick Daddy is on some cooking shit. Um, a few people is on there cooking shit. We might have to have a fucking battle of the battle rap of, of the yeah. rap chefs or some shit. Some you know versions. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, I, actually, but, but, I actually have a chef hat upstairs that says Lord Jamal. Now that I think about it. I, all I got is an apron. I'm gonna get my hat after. You know. What yeah, I'm saying? I got a chef hat. Like I don't want to have to bust that out on. No, 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 no. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna do that to you. That wouldn't be fair to you. Know, let we. It, it's your turn to shine right okay, now. Okay, okay. Don't let you shine. Let right now. But I'm just saying, I do have a chef hat that says Lord Jamon, and that's, that's, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um. So yeah, like, uh, do you plan on having like any rappers or yeah, like I said, who are the people? Who are some okay, of the okay, okay. So, so, um, rest in peace, Pat State, the battle rapper who passed away from Dartmouth. Oh, He's wow, rest yeah, in man. Peace. You had him on there, Pat State's a guest on that, man. Oh, so wow, that, yeah, man. That was the last time we seen him, man. Me and my man classified. Get out um, of here. That, that's our episode five. It's called Cooking with Class. And what happened is, um, that I, I think we filmed that on a Wednesday. Then the Thank next you, day, Terrell McMillan in Halifax, and class was like, yo. Let's go to a, a spot called Yacht Club just to hang out. I did that. My spirit said they wanted to go on a boat. My spirit said, nah, man, let me, I'm just going to dip. Good seeing you guys. Three weeks later is when Pat State got killed. And where was it? At the Yacht Club, man. Wow. You know I mean? And so King of the Dots doing a big event for him, and it'll be a, a fundraiser. But that was the last time we seen him, and it was, you know, so – that means a lot to, to me on that specific episode as right. well. Um, 
And when does that of, episode drop? What's that? When does it drop? You can watch all those episodes today. Oh, you know they're all up now they're at all once. Up, yeah. So you can go binge watch. And yeah. and now this is not a hard watch. These episodes are only about what 15 minutes, right? Thank you. Yeah. Palatable, right. you know? No right, right. We're not killing them for an hour worth of uh cooking, right? Nah, and the thing is too, like get I'm in, my, get I'm out. Learning. It's an OG classic. I'm learning as I go along, you know what I'm saying? So so that's, that's what's up right there. But yeah, classifies on that patch stays on that. Um, the soul food episode, those singers, uh Cindy Kane, she's a, a known singer. My man Caleb Simmons, he was singing to a song called Africville. Um, yeah, man. I got some celebrity chefs on as well. Cause my whole thing is I'm not, I, I ain't coming in like Chef Boy RD, like I know everything. I come in like the voice of the viewer where I might add my one, two ingredients, whatever, but I'm learning. And yeah, you're I'm, learning as you go on, right? You go on. You're learning from the experts. Exactly. And then trying to convey and, and help the viewer, you know, gain knowledge the same way you're doing at the same time. Exactly. That's, that's a great exactly. angle. Yeah, man. So, you know, like I said, I'm real excited about it. Kelly Mills, what's happening? Peace. Peace. Yeah, man. Um, Yeah, man. That's dope, man. So so, so you said the network. Hold up. So the network is. It's called 5-1. Um, say it again. 5-F-I-B-E. Oh, 5. Yeah. 1. Right. And. That's if you have Bell. If in Canada, if you have Bell, you could you can go watch that right but now. If you don't, you go to Maestro Fresh. I mean, Maestro Chef West dot TV. Yeah. yeah, in thirty days it'll out. be up. Yeah, and and, and you and, and the world can see that in thirty days. You know, in thirty days it'll be yeah. up. Yeah, so it's yeah. not up yet. Oh, Bell Five is up as of yesterday. Anyone who got Bell in Canada, you you could not you could see. Oh, so but you so you got to wait thirty days before it's up on your joint. Yeah, and then got it. Okay, exactly. okay. Yeah, and 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 the main thing is, with this, Jamar is uh, the reinvention. Is is the you know they they tell us we got fifteen minutes of fame and that's it. But I know it took you longer than fifteen minutes to write. You know your verse on slow down. You know you you took time with your craft. You know we take time and we're supposed to evolve. You know we're supposed to. When I say evolve, I'm talking about you know career wise. We're not supposed right. to stagnant in in these minuscule parameters man see so, look he's he's watched the show so much that he knew the word evolve was a touchy word for me ah <laughs> <laughs> big up yourself yes sir. that's a real fucking a listener right there boy but you know uh, what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Exactly though. what you're saying. Yes. And as long as we understand <laughs> yeah. when we're talking about the limits, because I feel like there is, you know, evolutions of things in a in a way, in a limited way. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like things can adapt and they can grow over time. And you could call that evolution, but not based on the evolution that they try to claim. But when is it fair to say that that Lord Jamar can turn into another? Like that's the bullshit. Is it fair to say that the Lord Jamar is um evolving professionally? I always have. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I went from a I started as a DJ. Okay. Who who evolved into an MC, who evolved into a uh producer, you know? Yeah. Who evolved into an actor who evolved into, you know, 
um, an internet personality like you know what i mean well, 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 like, well, to me to me you, you're not an internet personality i'm gonna give you flowers man you, you're a you're like a minister information for this for this generation we need y'all man you know we definitely need you and that's why when you see me support you to me it's like i'm supporting black business you mm, know absolutely and, absolutely and that that could help you the, the mere pittance could help you if you need a, a new mic, a new chair for your swivel, a new whatever. Who knows? But I feel that, you know, what you're doing from from since I seen you on, on you know, your man, you know, with Vlad and all that, what you're doing. I see you've always you didn't waste time. You always said something. And the, there's a ripple effect with that, too. So you're definitely a minister of information in this generation right here. So, you know, enough respect. So when you see me with my little. Five dollar, ten dollar is like nah. I appreciate it, man. Support your, your business, you know man. What I mean? Because, like you said, everything counts. It's like you know, this is black business right here. Like you know, no doubt, I mean? man. Not, this is not no corporate thing. Like where you know, you got dudes signing deals for big money in this podcast space. You know what I mean? But it's like, damn. Like I wonder what you have to what you have to do or what your what your restrictions are when you get that type of money you know what i mean like yeah. are you really free to say what you want to say like you know what i mean or is there certain things in your contract now that if you go outside that you know it fucks up your bread so now you don't want to go outside that you know what i mean and it's like yeah i don't want to feel you know it's bad well, enough listen, YouTube man, gives you restrictions, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, well, to me, you're in a good spot because I feel, you know, there's integrity in what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? When you say something, it's like, you may have an opinion on it, but it's not like, yeah, we got a hip-hop bias. Yeah, we got black bias. Hello. You know what I'm saying? But at the Everybody same time. bias. Yeah, man. So, you know, that's why I support you, brother. You know? Thank and you, speaking man. of podcast, look how Math Alpha evolved from, you know, we talk about battle rappers to where he's at now with my expert opinion right. that's 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 uh reinvention right there you know right but so. it's not but again like these are all things within the entertainment field you know yeah. what i mean yeah. like True. i didn't evolve into a uh olympic swimmer you understand what i'm saying like like i didn't we don't evolve into things that just are totally like not what we were before. You know what I mean? Like being a rapper and all of that, you're in front of the camera. So you're kind of acting a little bit. So if you get into the acting world, you kind of are just adapting more into what you're already doing. You see what I'm saying? Thank you, yeah. Kelly Mills. Um, she said, showing love, showing support. Keep up the good work, Lord. Thank you. I appreciate you, Kelly. Blessing. Um, you know, so yeah, my, my whole thing is like, again, with this evolution thing, you know, it's like, you'll, we can turn in, we can, you know, I'm still a human being. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm still a human being. I'm not going to evolve into a place like, oh shit. Now he's a fucking, you know, he's an alien and shit now. Now we, you know, now this motherfucker He's done so many things that he's evolved into a uh, fucking dragon or some shit like yeah. that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
It's fucking. You know what I, I I don't know if evolve is the word, but you know what I would love to do, man, with these kids, man. Let them start learning trades, man. Not everyone's going to be rapper that. Now, not, not everyone's going to be the next Aubrey, man. You know what I'm saying? Remember when they had trade schools? I know, man. Like back when I grew up, there was what? trade schools. And I'm not gonna lie, we used to balk at them. Oh, trade, of you know, man, and, and they see, you know, older people. You need to get a trade. You, you need to get yourself a trade. You know, and you young and you, man, fuck that. You know what I mean? I'm doing some street shit. You know, um, plumbers are making money, man. Right. Um, Electricians are making carpenters. Money. Carpenters, man. Like, you know what I mean? All kind of shit like that. Um, metal workers and and. Especially right now, what people are making money at is this IT shit. Like, you can make some money. Tech, tech is one thing, too, but these black hands build pyramids, man. You know what I'm saying? And absolutely. Like, absolutely. Masonry. Masonry. All of that type of shit is always needed. Glass cutting. and You know what I mean? Glass. All of that type of shit is needed. Um, and they used to have uh, Job Corps. You know what I mean? Remember Job Corps? That and, 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 and but again, we thought that was some shit that they sent you to because you was bad and yo. Well, see, I don't know if you had all of this in Canada, but that definitely this was an uh an American thing where you know they had this shit called job corps for teenagers and they would send you away. You know what I mean? It wasn't jail, but you get sent away. A lot of kids that went to job corps, it was almost like they went there because. That was their last chance before they go to jail. Oh, so basically, right? kids kids with the marks weren't that good. Like the kids weren't. Yeah, and it's kids that was on the verge of going to jail. A lot okay. of them, you know what I mean. So they get sent upstate somewhere. But you would learn a trade. They would teach you a trade, and then try to get you a job when you get out, and all of this type of shit. Like it was some good shit. Like I don't even know if they still have Job Corps. To be honest, well, to me, to me, shout out to the super sticker from Gene. Thank you, Gene. It don't got to be where you're you're doing bad in school. You're about to go to jail. So uh, the end result is learn how to use your hands. Learn a It should be something like while you're aspiring to be the next Michael Jordan or the next Michael Jackson. In the meantime, between time, it ain't going to it, it, it won't hurt to learn something, man. You know, but all of these things were taken out of the school on purpose. Intentionally. Um, Chef, Chef West, um, you know, they intentionally took, uh, you know, trades out of the schools they took uh music out of the schools you know what i mean they took drama they used to have drama and all this type of shit at regular schools you didn't have to go to a performing arts high school for there to be like a drama program in the school you know yeah. i remember they were sending kids home in my elementary school with all kind of uh flutes and and uh you know what i mean Dudes was learning how to play the drums and guitars and all kind of shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what happened? So, man, what happened? I mean, to me, it's more like control, man. You know, the the the, the less you know, the more you can be controlled. I remember I, I went to a, like a Even black cooking. School, yes, right? cooking is a trade. They used to have home ec. Not cooking is a trade. Yeah, man. I'm sorry, yeah. but they had something called home ec, home economics, where you learned how to cook. Like that, and a lot of girls would go to home ec because you learn how to sew. You learn how to basically it was teaching women how to be girls, how to be women. You know what I mean? Wives. Huh? Yeah. Or to be wives. Right. 
But, you know, if you was a dude, you might want to learn because you got to eat while you was in there and you got to be around a lot of girls. So <laughs> if you get home, ek, you know what I mean? But uh, Rob Maxwell, you're absolutely right, man, because cooking is a trade, man, you know, so definitely. So that's my whole thing, man, just the, the reinvention. And, and you know, I mean, look how good we're looking for our age, man, you know, and, and with that, we eat properly, take care of ourselves, you know, be around people who inspire us to to uh, not evolve, but to to expand and, and stay sharp is a beautiful thing. And I, uh, what a cool way to start the year for me. With something I always wanted to do, Jamar, was produce and create my, my television projects. I've been trying for years, and this is the first one. There's going to be many more, but this is the first one, and we're going to celebrate that, man. Definitely, you know? Definitely. Isn't it beautiful when something goes from, you know, from your mind into reality? You have a thought, and then it's like, and then it's like, oh, shit, we here. Like, look, I got a crew here Hell shooting yeah. in. I got there's lights and you know what I mean. We really doing this shit. How, how did you feel just, when you first heard when you guys first heard "Feel So Good"? Yeah, it was crazy. It was it was you know it was a dream come true because you thought about it. We first of all we knew that they had the record in their possession, but they weren't playing it at first. There was another record out with these other dudes. They had the same beat but it was sampled a little bit different, but it was the same beat. And they was playing those guys' record. I think and that I was, was a war like, sample. The sample. Huh? I think yeah. it was a war sample. I yes, think. yes. So, so damn. So I'm, I'm listening to the radio one day and they play these dudes' shit again. I'm like, fuck. Is they ever going to play our shit? And then all of a sudden, right after their shit, like they blended our shit in with their shit. And then, boom, here comes Feel So Good. And I'm like, oh. So yes. check this out. The and that's my word. Right Hang on before you say. And then after that day, yeah. they never played those dudes. Sorry, y'all. You murdered they it, man. never played their shit again, and they just kept playing the feel so good shit. And it was a wrap. And then the video came out, and then that was the nail on the cop. That was it. We, we well, it's not like the video got so big, but yeah, we had a video, and they didn't. You that's know what I mean? Saying. So yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was going to say, you never forget that feeling, man, because like you did it. It's like you did it moment. You reached the destination. I remember being in a club called Falcon's Nest, 1989 in Scarborough, man. We're hearing Heavy D and the boys with I'll Be Sure. I want somebody to love me for me. And I'm talking to my brethren. Then I just see his eyes open. I'm like, what's wrong with him? My former manager, Farley Flex. And then I'm just hearing boom, boom, pop, boom, pop. And they were mixing my tune in with with, with heavy D, mm. and I, I that was a, I did it moment, man. I'll never forget right. that because that was the first time I heard a Canadian hip hop record being mixed in with like and at the time heavy D was Lil Wayne at the time, you know that was the biggest artist at the time. So that was and that was important too, like who they played your music next with, to. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. are they playing it in the bunch with the with the like? With the sucker music, or yeah. like, are they playing it now with the big boys? Like, yo, with the big boys. Right after that, yo, they played fucking cool G rap. You know what I mean? Like, you'd be like, oh shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it. Oh man, I should have have you geeked. Thank you, Gene. Oh, oh, okay, Gene. We already saw Gene. Sagan, what's up, Sagan? Or Sadie? Uh, he said, Job Corps was high school 2.0, learning a trade. 
at an apprenticeship program is the way to go if brothers are seeking a skill. Thank you, my brother. That's beautiful. Yeah, man. So that's the vibe, man. The power of reinvention, man. You know, very important, man, as, as we continue to. Uh, and it's a nice way to set off the year, man. You know, so from that, we're, uh, we're already thinking about season two. I told Cardinal official he got to be on season two. <laughs> okay, that's what's up. You know, I'm gonna see what Russell uh, Russell Peters is saying. You know, but um, you know, Toronto, we have a beautiful history in terms of hip hop and our foundation and how we've we've continued to grow throughout the last you know 35 years, what have you. And it's an honor to be you know doing something that's noteworthy and continue to be here. I remember Drake had a show in the summer at a place. It was at its OVO thing, and um. It was like a Canadian showcase to set it off. And I told him I'm down, but you know, I got to go on first, you know? And um, it was a beautiful thing. I went on, my man, shout out to Jellystone, shout out to everybody who performed, you know? Nelly Furtado came out, it was a surprise. Cardinal murdered it at the end and it was a beautiful event. And, and the very next day I'm flying out to Fredericton, New Brunswick at a farm and I'm, and I'm picking potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And it just went like when you look at the contrast from you know being on a big showcase like that to but I wasn't really picking potatoes. I was I was planting seeds because those potatoes were to make French fries for my for my backbone sliders because Maestro Chef West is in effect, man. You know, so so that was my thing. But it was just it was just something that you think of, you know, like this is where I was with this, and I'm continuing to to grow, you know. And I, like you said, you had a, a thought that turned into something and continued to turn into something as opposed to stay in an, a realm of complacency. Because a lot of our, our peers from when we came out, they're not really doing it, man, you know, or they're stuck trying to continue not right. to being they're stuck trying to continue being the same thing. Yeah. Right. And sometimes that energy runs out. You need new energy to feed off of. Yeah, definitely. So a new challenge, a new, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just sometimes you just need to see, can you do it? You know what I mean? Just can I, saw, I do so, it? So you, you, were, you were in Oz, you did a couple acting projects as well, you know? Yeah, I've done a lot of stuff since Oz, like, you know what I mean? Like, but that's something I always in my mind was like, I could do that shit, you know what I mean? Like, how do I get into it though? And it wasn't until I said it out loud, like, you know what? I want to do, I want to do that. That's when the universe starts setting it up for you. Like, oh, okay, you serious. You ready to take this out of this dimension of just your mind and really bring it into existence. That's why you need to say what you want to do or write it down. This is the way you bring it into the physical realm, you know, and, and just instead of just in your mind, yeah, I mean it's it's good, and on top of that too, it's good to always go back. I always do my reunion shows and and what have you, you know. But it's good to do that. Remember where you came from, and continue to to, to do what we're doing now. I remember we did one at uh, in Toronto was huge. It was like special ed, me, Melly Mel, <laughs> Lords mm -hmm. of the Underground, Digital Underground. I think Snow came out. Greg Nice. It was a whole bunch of us. Like, and it was it was a good feeling. I, I think I went on right after Melly Mel. I, my song had a big intro, so instead of him coming off the stage, he decided to flex. So I had to wait. <laughs> I had to wait a minute before Muscle Simmons got off the stage. You know, Muscle Simmons, man. But it was great to to embrace that, and you know, continue. You know, because I know you brand newbie and still do shows, what have you. 
Yeah, absolutely. We just can't get into Canada. There's mad gods up there too, man. I was mad. Like, my five percent album and all that. I was mad I couldn't get up there because it's mad. Yeah, God. we got some bro. shout out to my man Farley Flex, but also yeah. Do you, now do you still speak to Farley Flex? I'm acting like I know who Farley Flex yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I don't. <laughs> but nah, shout cool. out to you, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Who is Farley Flex? Flex? That's my former manager. You know, from ah. back in the days. Yeah, we cool. You know, and um, in terms of gods, there's some brothers who who know you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Brother righteous, a couple couple brothers up here that speak highly of you, but no doubt, man. But that's the thing, man. Just you know, starting off the year right with new projects and just continuing to to inspire each other, man. Thank so, you, Andrew Ford, for your donation on Cash App. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, you got any music that you fucking with or? Yeah, I still do. I still do music, man. I still do music. That's the foundation. Whatever we got to keep fueling that, you know. Mm -hmm. I got a couple children albums I'm putting out, you know. That's what's um, up. Yeah, man. Just uh, I'm very proud of that as well. You know, speaking of music, me and Sadat did a couple tracks back in the days. Okay. You know? Yeah, and um, always, man. Music is the foundation, man. But you know, right now I'm just trying to focus on producing television projects and just continue going forth and forward man but definitely music is the foundation man you know well that's what's up man we definitely we uh we support we support you here you know i thank you for supporting the godcast and no doubt you know when you said you had something going on i said all right well we definitely got to get you on and bring light to it and let our people know yeah. um so they can you know support what you got going on well we that's, definitely that's, that's a black business Thank you very much, brother. And we definitely got to get you back in Canada. Yeah, man, that would be great, man. We would love to get up there, man. It's just y'all be acting real funny up there, you know? <laughs> um, I remember, you know, first of all, we went there. It was no problem. Then we tried to go back. And this is when we tried to drive in and they stopped us at the border and then they tried to say that we had like felonies, but they said if you paid some money, y'all could get in this time. So we paid the bread and we got in. So now we try to go another time. We try to drive in. We we on a tour or some shit. We on a bus this time. We might have been on the bus that other time too. And we're thinking we could just pay the bread like we did the last time. But apparently when we got to the um to the border, it was a one-time thing. We was, you know, we was like, what's up? Y'all let us through last time. It was like, nah, like this one got a felony, that one got a felony, like y'all can't get in type of shit. And we had to turn around and go home. Or go on to our next destination, wherever that was, like in America type of shit. You know what I mean? And I ain't been to Canada since. Nah, we gotta get you up there, man. We gotta get you guys up there, man. You know, but uh, nah, figure man. Figure it I'm out for us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> figure it out, please. I will, man. I will. I remember Sadat said he was trying to get up there, so a couple years ago, you know. And what happened? He ain't. You still ain't see him up there, did you? 
Nah, man. Exactly. And there's always people that claim they can get you in. Oh, I, don't, I know some people. You know. All right. Well, what's up? <laughs> well, it's a brand new year. Put up positive vibes, man. We got to get the guards back over to Toronto. What not, you know? Right. Yeah. Shout out my man, Truly Zambian. He's a moderator. Um, he just brought up, uh, I don't know if you saw this. He said, yeah, the God, uh, those five black officers got sacked, meaning fired with the swiftness, didn't they? But I don't see them white officers being thrown to the wolves like that. You're absolutely right. They'll drag their feet with the white officers to the bitter end, and then they'll, you know, the motherfuckers will get, is getting off. I heard they're about to reveal the footage mm -hmm. of these officers beating. Oh, man, I forget the brother's name. But they beat the young brother to death. Uh, and it's a bunch of black officers that did it. So, you know, the white media is like, see? You see? It's not just white people, you know? Y'all black, y'all do it too. Mm. So, yeah, you're yeah, definitely man. right about that. Uh, he said, I guess you got to qualify for that qualified immunity. Mm. Mm. Truly Ooh. Zambian. True indeed. Ah, yes, thank you. Uh, Zambian Tyree Nichols is the young man's name. Tyree Nichols, rest in peace, Tyree Nichols. Um, you know, listen, the the the, the uniform represents white insanity. It doesn't matter who's wearing it. You know what I mean? It represents black oppression, no matter who wears it. And you may be possessed by that spirit when you suit up. Mm. Okay. So, so all you black officers that think that you can, you know, go to the job every day and think that shit don't affect you. Yeah, all right. Yo, that remind me of KRS One song, Black Cop. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah definitely we're gonna see what happens with this and also we're gonna see how they're gonna try to influence our emotions with this case and let's not get sidetracked let's also look around if they they want us looking over here then there's probably something they're doing over here so there must be a reason why they want you looking over there Exactly. So while they have everybody looking over here at that, keep your eye out at what else they're doing out here, because there's a reason that they all they they want to divert our attention and uh, you know just mess with our emotions. No doubt. Yes, you're right. Baked Beanie Siegel. He said Lord Jamal's at the age where he's done laughing at things he doesn't find funny. Even though I don't know if I ever was the type to laugh at shit that I didn't find funny. Now that I think about it. Um, I love to laugh, but it better be funny, goddammit. <laughs> well, listen, brother. This was great, man. Yo, we um, made it happen. 
We Anything else you wanted to 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 let the people know or share with the people or um I just want to tell you, you know, it's an honor to be on, on your on the Godcast. And you know, Maestro Chef West is a process of me growing as my brand new television project. And uh, there'll be many, many more, man. You know, I got a slogan, don't make records, make history. And we're in the process of making history right now by doing some great things, man. You know. That's what's up. That's what's up. Definitely. Um well. In a month's time, you go to Maestro Chef West TV. Um, what's your IG, Maestro Fresh West? What is it? Yeah. Yeah, so follow the brother on IG. And um, and thanks for the support, man. Everybody tuning in, man. Yeah, you know? you, you'll you get more. I'm sure you'll have little clips. and Of course. And definitely, he'll, he'll let you know exactly when it's up. Thank you again, Gene, for another super sticker. Appreciate you, Gene. Um, yeah, he'll let you know when the joint is up and all of that. Um, but if you're in Canada, he said it's the Bell Network. Is that what yeah, it Bell is? Bell Five One, and you can watch it now. Bell Five One, you can watch them all right now. You can go binge watch them, motherfuckers. So, how many episodes are there? We got six episodes, man. Six episodes. Okay, that's what's up. So, shit. Well, thank you, man. This is dope, man. About an hour and a half. Yeah. If you just sit down and watch the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Not bad. Some of y'all motherfuckers will sit down and binge watch some shit for eight hours. So y'all can sit down for an hour and a half and watch six hours of Maestro. You might learn something. Six episodes of Maestro Fresh West. And you might learn something. That's right. That's right. And he won't be cooking swine. He won't be teaching you how to do that. He won't teach you know how to eat. Not on this season. Okay. What are some of the things? Well, what's the favorite thing that you cooked? Me personally, I love my curry chicken and rice. I love that, you know. Well, um, what's the famous favorite thing that you got introduced to on the show? Mushroom burgers, man. Mushroom burgers. Those mushroom burgers were dope. Who would have thought, man? You know, we shout out to celebrity chef. Uh, Who made the Ross Clot mushroom burger? And me, what kind and, of mushroom? What kind of mushroom them use? It's it's Sean Terrell. It's Sean not no hallucinogenic joints. Chanterelle mushroom, beautiful. First of all, nothing's wrong with hallucinogenic. No, 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 I'm just telling you. You asked me what it was, you know? Oh, so, okay, yeah. well, I'm just saying. Chanterelle mushrooms, man. It was beautiful. Chanterelle, so, yeah. okay. The mushroom burgers were fresh. Um, episode six is called Scorching and Bay Fortune with Chef Michael Smith. And um, tuna, the tuna was beautiful, man. So mm, Fresh tuna? Yeah, man. Mm. Bluefin tuna, dope. Yeah, I got to do some cool things. I got to go fishing, make got some yellow uh, perch, and then we made fish tacos. How cool is that? You know? Oh wow! Right. Um, plunged into the to the ocean, got some oysters. You know, different things, man. I'm learning. That's what I'm saying. I'm the voice of the viewer, and it was a beautiful experience, man. So check That's that out, Maestro man. Chef Wes. That's what's up. Well, congratulations to you, brother. Thank you. And. Uh... Yeah, we wish you the best, and and, and uh, yeah, definitely come back and uh, let us know what else you got right. going on, bro. Well, uh, you see how you got your chef hat? That that's for season two. I'm coming. I'm coming. I I yeah, we have we have a chef battle. We're gonna have an all star rapper chef off. My brother. All right, bro. Okay, homie. Yes, sir. All right, bless. Maestro Chef West, everybody. Peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Greg Lewis said, stop your blood 
Clock crying. <laughs> Bring back today's mathematics. I said math today's mathematics earlier today. I said today's mathematics is wisdom gods. Friday the 27th is wisdom god all being born to born. Okay. When you move like God, you bring things into existence. So wisdom is that movement. Seven is God. When you move like your true self, you bring whatever you want to bring into existence. Like the, See, he moving like God. Maestro Fresh West moving like God. So now he brought his um, chef show into existence. See what I'm saying? I move like God, so I bring whatever I want in my mind into existence. So that's I make my wisdom of God. I make that born. You see? Because born is to be brought into existence. So Lord Jamal is the male. You're damn right. Um, before we get out of here, what do y'all think about <laughs> this stupid ass shit going on where the alphabet people are mad at Beyonce because she performed in Dubai and Dubai is a place that don't support these people. How far are we supposed to go with this foolishness? Like seriously, like this is crazy. Like, she's supposed to be punished because she, and they paid her good money. I forget how much money she got. Oh, shout out to Heck Nine. Thank you, Heck. Said, peace, God, peace and love to all. Thank you. Thank you, King. Heck Nine, that's a hard-ass uh, old thumbnail he got. Um, Yes, Teacher Maria, they're always mad at something. Um, and it's funny, I was talking to my man the other day, and he was saying, yo, he said, I don't even think that, like, the real, like, LGBT, like, gay people in general, that they even, like, care about a lot of this shit that these politicians or these special interest groups are trying to make us care about like apparently it was a uh i forget the name of the group that 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 got mad about this but like yeah i'm starting to think like yo even even like regular gay people don't even care about this shit like they using gay people basically for their own agendas. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're not doing this because they love y'all. You know what I mean? They're not doing this because they love y'all. They're doing this to just control people and manipulate people and shit like that. And they're doing it in the name of they're trying to help y'all, you know, with your plights. But they don't really care about y'all. I think the, the smart ones of y'all know that. Um... That's just my assumption, you know. I haven't talked to any recently, but um, 
Yeah. I think my man may may have been right about about that whole aspect. Um so it was okay for Remember Sun City back in the days in South Africa? Um, all the people that played at the Sun City Resort where they had the apartheid and all this, and then finally they made a little song, ain't going to play Sun City after everybody had already played there, you know, um, and did it towards the end. Hey, Carlos Knopflin, peace. Um, and then did it towards the end. I guess that song came kind of towards the end of apartheid was ending anyway. But um, man, people perform at all kind of shit that oppresses black people and all kind of shit. And nobody has nothing to say about that shit. Like y'all motherfuckers better get back in line Everybody needs to get back in line behind black people and stop trying to make your grievances more important than ours. <laughs> We've been on the line first. Um, if you have a grievance, um, the line is back there. Okay. Stop trying to cut the fucking line. And, um, you know, you try to slide in with us. Yo, can I get in with you? Can I get the line? No, no. You can't get in with me. And that's what y'all been doing for the longest time. Everybody want to slide in with black people. Can, can we get in line with you? Uh, you know, colored people and the minorities, you know, can I be a minority with you? No. Get at the end of the line. Because y'all, once you get in line with me, now you motherfuckers want to cut in front of me. Once I let you into the line and us as black people, we so nice. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Come on. Come on into the line. It's okay. Nah, it's cool. It's cool, bro. Let him in the line. I wouldn't want to have to wait at the end of the line. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I said my family is from, once said my family is from France. I mean, if you go back far on my father's side, yes, if you go past Guyana, it goes back to France. Uh-huh. But I also have a mother, too. <laughs> and that's on my father's father's side i still haven't traced my father's mother's side you have a lot of people that 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 make you um yeah you realize you have four grandparents everybody has four grandparents um so you have to trace all four lineages to really know where you're from. I've so far only traced two, my father's father's side and my mother's father's side. Huh? So I still don't really know much about my father's mother's side or my mother's mother's side, where that can lead to. And my name is Jamar, you motherfuckers coming in here with this Jamal shit. I'm sick of you, mother. How I've been in this game for how many fucking years? You don't know my name is Jamar? I'm going to start kicking you Jamal motherfuckers out of here. How about that? 
goodness great. I seen truly Zambian and uh, correcting somebody earlier talking about who's Jamal. Like, yeah, who's Jamal? Because there's no Jamal here, motherfuckers. Get your shit right. Um, yeah. So anyway, for the record, you know, we got to stop with all this bullshit, like buying into their bullshit, like of just being outraged at everything. And we're supposed to be mad at that, man. Fuck all of that, man. Fuck all that bullshit. She performed, she got her bread. From what I could see, they didn't, they spared no expense on production <laughs> and all of that. Um, so yeah, good for you, Beyonce. Do your damn thing. And it's funny because she supports those people. Like that, 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 that's part of her demographic, you know? So they thought they can control her. Very interesting. Very interesting. But listen, I'm going to get out of here. It's Friday night. You're probably ready to, you heard about all this food and shit. Um, I'm not cussing at you, Sadiq. I'm just cussing. I just cuss. Don't get all fucking millennial on me. You see? <laughs> don't get all millennial. Oh, don't curse at me. Damn, Jamar. I'm sorry. Don't cuss at me. <laughs> Thank you for being a fan since the early 90s. Well, not. No, you can't be a millennial if you've been a fan since then. Don't hurt a nigga's feelings. I'm not going to try to hurt your feelings. I'm just saying, if you have been a fan that long, you should know my name Jamar and not Jamal. That's all. Um, And if you are somebody from, really from the 90s and all of that, then you have a tougher skin than these new millennial motherfuckers. And you've been cursed at and fucking all kind of shit ate lollipops off the floor and all kind of shit. <laughs> we was a tough breed back then, yo. We was riding in cars with no seat belts, fucking parents smoking around us and shit like that. And guess what? We lived. Um. So, yeah. I want you all to go ahead and have a beautiful weekend. Go ahead and eat your, your dinner or whatever. For some of y'all, it might be kind of late. Y'all might be. But where I'm at, it's not even 8 o'clock yet. So anyway, enjoy your weekend. Be safe. Uh, do the knowledge before you do the wisdom. That means think before you act. Because when you do the wisdom before you do the knowledge, instead of getting an understanding, you get a misunderstanding. And we don't want that. Okay, so thank you for joining us on this Friday evening. Shout out to Maestro Chef Wes. Make sure you follow him on IG. Remember, MaestroChefWest.tv to check out those episodes. And shit, I'm out of here, y'all. Peace. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay.
That's right. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>